Welcome to Disney Planning Insights. This is a replay of our DPI News and Notes show that we do every Tuesday over on Facebook. To see my smiling face, find us on Facebook at DPI Podcast or on YouTube at the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. Now enjoy this episode after a short ad from our friends at Anchor. everybody it is matt with the dpi podcast and it is april the 26th and hopefully we have the little um stream gremlins gone that were la- here last week and we should be good to go and have a have a good solid stream tonight a lot lots to talk about um a little bit of commentary a little bit of opinion at the end about this whole reedy creek thing uh, but we'll get into that here in a bit. Really quick, check out the new stuff down below. All new Lower Third. Check out all of our social media accounts, website, everything's up on there now. So if you do want to find us somewhere other than this live podcast, or um, if you are listening on the podcast, the audio only, uh, Facebook at DPI Podcast um, for the travel side. Facebook at PATM Disney Travel over on Twitter at Disney Insights. YouTube, if you aren't watching us on YouTube tonight, Disney Planning Insights Podcast, and over on Instagram at Princesses and the Mouse. Um, 
So we got you covered just about everywhere, and um, we are also on Twitch now, Matt underscore DPI, if you want to check us out on Twitch. Put doing the live streams over there right now, getting some, uh, getting some conversation over on Twitch, just kind of letting people know that we are doing videos, that kind of stuff. We'll see what Twitch turns into, whether it's going to be like uh, building... Uh, building Legos or what we're going to be doing over there, but it's sure to be something relatively interesting once we figure that out. And this summer we're going to be getting a lot of stuff figured out as far as short shows and all that kind of stuff. Speaking about shows, uh, we have a cavalcade releasing tomorrow morning, so if you haven't seen one of our parades and cavalcade videos, we do have the Adventureland Friends cavalcade jumping on um the youtube channel tomorrow morning at 8 a.m so if you want to get over there disney planning insights on youtube and you can check that out as long as well as the other 122 videos that we now have up over on the youtube page all right uh so let's get into a little bit of news here so uh lots a lot's gone on since last tuesday big things is we have kind of the Connections Cafe um, opening date now. It's going to open up on the 27th, so tomorrow. Uh, they soft open last week. They were opening the Starbucks. I guess enough com people complain that Epcot didn't have a Starbucks. And um, they opened the Starbucks and they ended up doing a soft open on just about the whole thing and we got to see some of the food we got to see the new starbucks location lots of lots of stuff going on there um also got word of construction over at blizzard beach pretty substantial construction over at blizzard beach um we put the plans up from blogmickey.com over on the twitter page uh really doesn't go into what it might be but it does show a pretty substantial um pretty substantial construction project they did say there were some test balloons spotted november of last year looks at the look at the permit on the on the thing bio reconstructs part of it if you don't follow bio reconstruct and you're a disney fan over on twitter go do that bio reconstruct uh does a lot of helicopter shots around the parks is in the parks quite a lot so pretty pretty cool um to see a lot of that stuff coming from those two so blog mickey and bio reconstruct with the blizzard beach um thing what else do we got mural of memories so this is this is kind of cool this, this released um wednesday and basically what this is is it's a virtual reality mural that's going to be put on cinderella castle um and what you do is you pay ten dollars and you get your picture taken by a photo pass photographer in front of the castle and then you get to pick where your picture goes on the castle in this virtual setup once you once you pick your location as other people load their pictures up they'll be able to see the other pictures that are on there creating this huge mural on Cinderella Castle. $10 gets you access to the 
um, the picture and to the virtual mural that is up over on the castle as well. We're going to hold off on the Reedy Creek stuff until the end. Um, if you're watching Moon Knight, um, you're probably pretty lost right now. We are too. Don't be, don't be ashamed if you're lost right now. There's a huge hippopotamus at the end of the last episode. Um, so, Moon Knight's getting good. Can't wait for the episode tomorrow. Gonna have a lot of fun. If you did advanced dining reservations last Thursday morning, um, hopefully you didn't have as much problems as I did because I wanted to throw my freaking computer Connections Cafe at Eatery. A little tired tonight. Let's see. Here we go. Finding Nemo Big Blue and Beyond opens this summer at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It is a very cut down show, which was surprising. Let me see if I can't get this. We'll see if we can't get you over and check out this little thing that they've got. Because they are actually taking out 15 minutes of the show. The show before was about 40 minutes. It's going down to 25 minutes. Incorporating live performers and puppets. Um, yeah. So let's let's get this over up on YouTube over here and go. Uh, don't start yet. I didn't say start yet. We'll get it over here so you guys can see it. Yeah, we'll go full screen. Fully on it. Bang. And uh, screen capture. Let's take a look at this. We're here at Theater in the Wild at Disney's Animal Kingdom working on our brand new show, Finding Nemo The Big Blue and Beyond, which is a reimagined retelling of Finding Nemo the Musical. Our story begins at the Marine Life Institute from the film Finding Dory. The Marine Life Institute has rescued these fish and they have ready to send them back out into the ocean. But before they go, they get inspired to share the story of Finding Nemo. This show will incorporate many of the wonderful songs from the original musical, as well as the amazing puppetry and the live performers who have filled the stage. The new set for Finding Nemo, The Big Blue and Beyond, is completely transformed. We were inspired by paper sculpture as we developed the scenic in the show. Our team had such an exciting time looking at our tank set through this brand new lens of this watercolor sculpture aesthetic. And we're developing massive set pieces and these beautiful new transitions as they move in and out of the memory of our storytellers. We're excited to take advantage of technological advances that wasn't available before. And that technology has driven how we are creating the video content. We've collaborated very closely with our Pixar animation partners to really create artwork that's going to not only complement the performers that are on stage, but digitally extend the actual scenic pieces. This has been such a joy for all of us to work on here at Disney Live Entertainment, and we cannot wait to share Finding Nemo, the big blue and beyond, with all of our guests.
So yeah, a look at Finding Nemo, Big Blue, and Beyond. Um, looks like it's just going to be kind of a retell of an old story. And hopefully they get some, uh, get some play out of it. That was one of our tips when you went to Animal Kingdom on how to get out of the sun for a while and get out of the heat for a while. Uh, going into that show, because it was about a 40-minute show by the time you got in there, sat down, and by the time you got out, it was almost an hour in the air conditioning. It was kind of nice. Um, 25 minutes now, so 45 minute in and out. It is what it is. Again, it, again I, I use that a lot. I don't know how thrilled I am that they're cutting parts out of the show, but that's what you get. Uh, Disney Parks this week celebrating halfway to Halloween. Um, hopefully, we get some news on Oogie Boogie Bash, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, um, and their full-blown return this week. Uh, all... All fingers are pointing in that direction. So I would imagine that we're going to see a full-blown, not-so-scary, probably starting end of August. Um, I would say Memorial Day is on the 5th this year. So go back to the 20... Twenty-ninth. I bet you it starts the week weekend of the twenty-second of August. Um, so, just be on the lookout for that. Um, looks like they are going to have a show Thursday. Disney Parks announcements on Thursday, April 28th. I would imagine that's where we see Mickey's Not So Scary. So, yeah. And they're talking about, um, to celebrate it, if you're going to the parks that day, Disney bound your favorite villain. Okay. Um, so dress up like your favorite villain within the parks rules and guidelines for costumes, especially for adults. But April 28th. Halloween stuff. It's April. April. We're talking about Halloween stuff. Magic Band Plus FCC filing shows more of the new device. Uh, Magic Band Plus is going to be this light up vibrating Magic Band. Um, that interacts with shows, interacts with rides, interacts with the 50th anniversary statues, um, interacts with parades. It's gonna, it's gonna interact with a lot of things. The three, um, the three designs that they've shown so far are a 50th anniversary, like a, a pink design, a blue 50th anniversary design that has the silhouette of the part, the partner statue in white on it, and then um, a fireworks design. So. Three designs out right now. Really, in the FCC filing, what it showed is showed the size of the Magic Band, roughly equivalent to the same as a regular Magic Band, um, and it showed the chipset that's in it. 
these are going to be programmable, so I'm guessing that you're going to have access to them through the My Disney Experience app to change things. So, again, this is something that they announced a long time ago that they still haven't done yet. It's getting to be a um, kind of a thing for Disney. That's kind of how they work, the, the what, modus operandi or whatever it is. Uh, oh, modus operandi. Enchanted Tales with Belle transforms into meet and greet space. Return of the full experience is kind of up in the air. So this was this was reported by Blog Mickey um, that guests looking to get a portrait taken with Belle can now find their way inside Maurice's quaint country cottage in the Magic Kingdom. Belle used to take a physically distanced photos out in the outdoor queue, but with the return of traditional non-distance meet and greets, Belle has moved indoors to take photos with guests. Disney Photo Pass is available at this location. Um, so this is behind Pinocchio House next to Seven Doors Mine Train as you're going back towards um, Be Our Guest Restaurant in the backside of the um, Magic Kingdom. It is on the left-hand side once you get through the um, that kind of like that second gate wall that's back there. So you get this uh, this meet and greet now. Cast members were not sure if or when the full attraction might return. Okay. Um, the attraction that was there before was kind of cool because it was an interactive telling of the story. But you got cast as different little characters in the show. So they would have a bunch of kids as characters. They would have some moms and dads as characters. You know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then at the end, you would get your picture taken with Belle, um, whether you were a character or not. But the characters got to hold their character little cardboard thing in front of them. And it was a, it was a neat little... Um, neat little show and another cool thing to kind of get out and get out of the heat and do um but yeah it's it's a meet and greet now right now so if you think about it in that area you've got the stepsisters that would be off the back of cinderella castle you've got the two two princess meet and greets that are over by um, the carousel. So you've got Cinderella and somebody, and then Tiana and Elena. Usually Cindy, Cinderella, Rapunzel, Tiana, and Elena um, are back over in those two uh, meet and greets there. Then you have this meet and greet now. You've got the Winnie the Pooh meet and greet that's next to Winnie the Pooh. And then you've got Gaston, which is right across from Gaston's Tavern uh, in front of those bathrooms. So in that little area, and it, little, I guess is a relative term, but from the castle back to the bathrooms that are straight back that path, and you've got the beast that meets at Be Our Guest. It's a secret, don't tell anybody. Um, you've got two... Four, six, one at a time. There are seven, eight, nine character meet and greets 
now. That's crazy. Crazy. I'm just looking at my Twitch feed. I'm like seven seconds behind. I just counted on the desk. You guys didn't even see a thing I did. That was kind of cool. Um, moving on. Let's go over to Disneyland. Disneyland got all of their nighttime shows back except for Fantasmic last Friday. So they got um, Paint the Night. They've got World of Color. They've got, uh, not Paint the Night, they got Main Street Electrical Parade. They got their fireworks show back. Everything's back except for Fantasmic on the nighttime side out there. Man, I'm tired tonight. Um, but, yeah. Lots of, lots of videos, lots of um, reporting going on out there last weekend, over the weekend. Now, Disneyland After Dark gets the Grad Night Reunion. That's going to be offered June 23rd, June the 28th, and June the 30th from 8 p.m. to midnight. This ticket will start at $150 and goes on sale on the 28th, no earlier than noon Pacific time. They're making sure that you know that. No earlier than noon Pacific time. Um... Relive the glory days and party with a party for the decades at the first ever Disneyland After Dark Grad Night Reunion, the separately ticketed event coming select nights this June to Disney California Adventure Park. And they're going to have photo pass photographers. They're going to have special food items. Um, they are encouraging you to dress in your school spirit. Uh, yeah. Okay. $150 a ticket. $150 a ticket for four hours. You can get you can get in three hours earlier, so you can get in at five. But still. Seven hours, $150 a ticket. Nice. Hey, we're going live tonight. Alright. Let's go overseas um, real quick. We'll talk about Disneyland Paris and, and what they uh, released. Disneyland Paris is going to be releasing this this summer something um, that I see world and land doing really really fast and that is let's see if I can get down to it they're releasing the Disney Premier Access Ultimate Pass I should have done a voice on that I, I, I missed an opportunity Breaking this summer, Disneyland Paris will induce the Disney Premier Access Ultimate, a pack of one-time expedited access to each of the 12 attractions available on the Disney Premier Access system. Starting at 90 euros a day per person can be purchased in advance or on the day of. This, this is interesting... For me because I, I talk to a lot of um, Disney fans over in the UK uh, that, that visit Disneyland Paris because we're, we're planning a trip out there so I've been trying to gather information and, and see kind of what the park's about. There's two parks out there. Disneyland Paris, Disney Studios, which is getting an Avengers campus and they're working on a whole Frozen section. But it sounds like that they're trying to get people there before this Frozen section is done, um, 
because attendance has been down for their 30th. So their 30th started at the beginning of the month. Their 30th anniversary for Disneyland Paris started at the beginning of the month. And they're not seeing the boost in attendance that they thought they would. So they're releasing this. And I was talking to somebody and I was like, you know what? For a once in a lifetime trip, if I was spending one or maybe two days in each park, I think it's something that's very well worth it. You know, maybe go to the parks, each park once, you know, early in the week. And then if you didn't get to do everything that you wanted to do, grab this Premier Access, do the things you liked and the ones you didn't get to, and you can make a, a second day of it or an only day of it. Um, for somebody that has the ability to go a couple times a year, I don't think it makes sense. I just, I, it's the same thing I say about Genie Plus. If you're planning on going back, don't get, don't get Genie Plus. I don't see a problem with using the individual lightning lanes because those can be big time savers. If you aren't committed to getting into some of those lines first thing in the morning during the 30-minute early access for resort guests, the individual lightning lanes make a lot of sense if you can get one. But if you're planning on going back multiple times, and you don't mind missing it the first time that you get a chance to ride it, don't don't spend the money. I mean, hell, for a family of four, 360 euros, you're pushing 400 US dollars on that. That's tough. That's really tough. Uh... Real quick, let's uh, hit an ad for Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. Um, we do do a lot of business with them. They are our preferred travel agent. And I do um, help with the planning side. We are currently planning for through the end of 22. Um, never too early to book winter break vacations. <laughs> um, usually as soon as those hotels get released, you're going to see a lot of them go away really, really fast. So never, never too much. Um, never too much. So let's, let's go ahead and uh, take a look at this and we will be back. Helps if I hit the uh, correct button.
Gonna have to make a new one of those when the 50th is over. I like that ad. That's one of my favorite, favorite videos that I've done. Um, so, yeah, Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel at PATM Disney Travel over on Facebook. Or check out the website below, PATM Disney Travel, Pat M Disney Travel wixsite.com forward slash planning um and you can check out our vacation information form fill that out let us know where you want to go when you want to go how many people are going and we can start working with you tonight um i don't have anything better to do so fill that form out send it to me i'll get you a quote tonight all right Let's get into the main conversation and, and kind of what the title of this week's video was. And it is concerning the Reedy Creek um, District disillusion that's happening in Florida right now. So Reedy Creek District is a township. Uh, I, I want to try and say this correct. So I'm kind of scrolling to find I have some I have some information about this. Reedy Creek Improvement District. And basically what this is, is it was Disney's ability to self-govern to a point. So Disney was going to do Disney things. Build hotels, bring in tourists, build theme parks, build rides. That kind of stuff. Florida was going to govern basically the rest of Florida and let Disney kind of do their own things. Do their own improvement projects. Do their own permits. Do all of their own stuff. Well, when this Parental Rights Act bill was signed in Florida, there was an uproar within the Disney community, cast member community, um... Disney fan community about the direction of this bill and, and what it did in the state of Florida. Uh, I'm not going to get into the bill a whole lot. That's that's for another show, a different show, not a Disney show. Um, but basically what happened is Disney released a statement that wasn't good enough. So they released another statement that pissed off the governor, governor of Florida and the governor of Florida proposed a bill to dismantle Reedy Creek Improvement District and by doing that dismantled Disney's ability to handle their own business within their own guidelines within you have to remember disney is about the size of san francisco it's a huge place largest single employer in the state of florida um and a lot of those people live in orange and osceola counties so senate passes this bill house passes this bill desantis signs this bill what that means right now a whole lot of people don't know because there are some people that are stating that there has to be a vote by residents in the two counties that Reedy Creek Improvement District lies. That would be Orange and Osceola. Um, 
there are some people that are stating that Disney is doing this in cohorts with the Republican-led Florida government to lift Disney out of a substantial debt. Um, numbers that I saw were over $2 billion in assumed debt and liability that would be released with the dissolution of this district. What this district also entails is that, you know, Disney has their own fire department, they have their own power, they have their own streets crew, they take care of their own roads and that kind of stuff. And these are all civil services that would fall back on the counties of Orange and Osceola County. So, in the end, I think you're going to see a lot come of this. I think what you're seeing right now is exactly what DeSantis wanted, was a lot of press and a lot of eyeballs on him and on what he's doing in the state of Florida. Um, what Disney's getting out of this is yet to be seen. There are some thoughts that this is going to slow down the process of building new resorts, building new rides, expanding parks, because the permits will now have to go through the counties or the state, depending on the size of the project. And it could lend Disney to getting some permits revoked because the county or the state does not like what Disney is doing. Um, not that it can take them any longer to build anything right now. Um, I was looking through pictures from March of 2020 and my kids trying out the Tron light cycle run seats and they still can't ride the ride. And we're two plus years past that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting over the summer to see what this does to the parks, what this potentially does to the counties and property taxes and that kind of things and how that affects cast members and that kind of stuff. So, very interested to see what's going on. Uh, seeing if I've got any people asking questions anywhere. Reach good through your trees. Click, 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 click. Okay. Really no questions on this stream. Uh, thank you guys all for joining tonight. Um, I know it's, it's at least it was better than last week. Hell, last week was terrible trying to get through that show with all the issues we were having. This week, much better. Much, much better. Um, 
Still trying to figure out what's going on with OBS. It seems like I have to stop and restart OBS to get a good stream out of it, which is weird. But um, thanks for joining us tonight. We are going to uh, get over into the closing. tonight, Peter from Princesses of the Mouse Disney Travel. Probably had some golf thing. It's sunny out in Indiana today, so not a big deal. Um, catch him next week. watching listening everything that you do if you made it to the end of the stream i appreciate you um we will talk to you next week in the month of may bye now